The Washington Huskies are an astonishingly low 130th out of 134 college football, football bowl subdivision teams in returning production. Man, that took a long time to say. But point being is that Washington is one of the worst teams in the country in terms of returning production from the previous season to the current season. So in this year, it's from 2023 to 2024. The Huskies only return 36% of their 2023 football production. They return 19% on the offensive side of the ball, which is good for dead last in the country at 134th. The next worst team is Ohio, only returning 22% of their offensive production. They're 133rd. The good news for the Huskies is that they're top 100 in returning production on defense, which isn't amazing, but it's better than the offensive numbers. They return slightly over half of their defensive production in 2023, about 52%. And originally, I was wondering what Jed Fish would do on the defensive side of the ball, as Jed Fish, much like his predecessor, Kalen DeBoer, is much more focused on the offensive side of the ball. This hire, though, the hiring of Steven Belichick, which was made official today and was unofficially announced and reported upon, I think, yesterday and potentially the day before that. I I don't remember exactly, but I think that this is a good hire. I really like this hire. And while you may not see initial immediate dividends from day one, of, of course, it would be expected that Washington does take a step back in 2024 on offense and on defense from what was an amazing team in 2023. I think in the long haul, this is a great move. And I think that Steven Belichick got this position not because of his last name, like I've seen many people say, but because he has commanded the better half of the Patriots football team in the NFL since he took over in 2019 as the primary play caller from Brian Flores. But welcome back, fellow football fanatics. It's your host, College Football with Sam. Washington is one of the new Big Ten teams that will be a part of the conference starting in the 2024 through 2025 academic year. So to all Washington fans and to any Washington football team members or coaches who may be watching this video, though I doubt that's the case, but just in case, welcome to the Big Ten. I'm glad that you're here in the conference that I primarily cover. College Football with Sam is the best Big Ten football channel on YouTube, and to any USC, UCLA, or Oregon fans, welcome to the Big Ten as well. Before we forget, I just want to let you know, please hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and click the notification bell so that you can get notified when I release more Washington football, Big Ten football, and college football content. Comment your thoughts on this hiring down below. Do you agree with me that this hiring of Stephen Belichick was a good hire? It's because he is high football IQ, good football acumen, great play caller. Or do you think that he was just hired because of his name and because Jed Fish had to get someone? Or are you more in between or do you have different thoughts? Let me know down below. And last but not least, if you're interested in supporting the channel, 
please check out my Patreon page via the link in the description or down below in the pinned comment where you can sign up as a $5 All-Conference, $10 All-American, or $25 Heisman Patreon member. If you want access to some bonus content, which is at this point occasional, I might get a, have a more consistent schedule for that bonus content, but if you want some bonus content here and there, subscribe as an All-American or Heisman Patreon member. I do have a brief article that I wrote and posted in my Patreon exclusively for you all, if you sign up, that talks about Ohio State and Penn State and how both of these teams look to be closer than many preseason polls suggest they will be entering 2024. But let's talk about this hiring of Stephen Belichick to Washington. First and foremost, we've already discussed that Washington's defense returns more than double the production that the offense does. The offense is dead last in the country by a significant margin, returning less than a fifth of their production from 2023, which makes sense. Michael Penix Jr., gone. Dylan Johnson, gone. Both tackles, Troy Fotanu and Roger Rosengarten, who are NFL-level tackles, they're gone. Center Parker Brailsford and Matteo Mele are gone. At wide receiver, Roma Dunze, Gone. Jalen Polk, gone. Jalen McMillan, gone. And then Jack Westover and Devin Culp, top two tight ends on the team. They're gone. That's a lot of the offense that's departed. And actually, both guards, two from last season, have departed as well. The offense doesn't return a single starter from 2023. The defense does. They return two. Not a lot, but they return two starters Plenty of backups, plenty of their two deep. Um, Alfonso Tuputala at linebacker and Cameron Febukulanen at the Husky position at defensive back. Those are the two starters that return, and there are some other two deep players as well, but we'll get into that. So the defense returns more. We've already established that. Now, why I believe this is a good hire is I don't pay attention to the NFL much, so my Perspective on this is definitely going to be limited to some degree. But every time I have heard a complaint about the Patriots since Brady left, it has been about Cam Newton, Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, about Matt Patricia calling the offensive plays. It's something to do with the offense. It has not had much of anything to do with the defense. And the numbers actually back that up. Tom Brady was with the Patriots in 2019. That's when, that's the last year he was there, and I mention that because that's the year that Stephen Belichick took over Brian Flores as primary defensive play caller. The Patriots were first in points allowed per game in 2019, only allowing 14.1 points per game. They were seventh in 2020, only allowing 22.1 points per game. The offense, meanwhile, was 27th in scoring offense. Again, in 2021, the scoring defense outperforms the scoring offense. They only allow 17.8 points per game. Second. Second in the NFL. Offense was sixth in scoring points per game in the regular season. Defense was 11th in points allowed per game in 2022, allowing only 20.4 points per game. The offense was 17th in scoring, and the 2023 New England Patriots had their worst defensive performance 
under Steven Belichick. They allowed 21.5 points per game, which, not good. But they were second to last out of all 32 NFL teams in scoring offense. They only scored 13.9 points per game. Under offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien, mind you, and Steven Belichick being the primary play caller on defense. Whether it is Bill O'Brien, whether it is Matt Patricia, whether it is Josh McDaniels, regardless of who it is, Stephen Belichick has been the better play caller compared to all of those offensive play callers in his time at New England when he was the defensive play caller and then safety and secondaries coach as well. Now, his only experience is at the professional level, but I don't imagine Washington is bringing him in to be a recruiter, though I think that his last name and his reputation in the NFL would help him be able to recruit. But I think they're bringing him in mainly to organize the defense, to set it up in a good way, to build a good structure and foundation, and to call the defense. They're bringing him in for a reason that Big Ten team Michigan brought in Jesse Minter or Mike McDonald. Mike McDonald they brought in from the Ravens. Jesse Minter the Wolverines brought in when only two years ago he was on the Ravens staff and he was on the Ravens staff for many years before that as a defensive assistant. So they're bringing him in to call plays, organize the defense, and to quickly build a strong scheme, a strong defense, and... In the long run, maybe Washington is better off with Stephen Belichick as their defensive coordinator than they were under Kalen DeBoer in his regime in Washington. That's not saying that Kalen DeBoer isn't a good coach. In fact, I think right now he is the second best head coach only behind Kirby Smart in all of college football. But Kalen DeBoer, much like Jed Fish, was focused on offense. And... Jed Fish bringing in many of his assistants from Arizona to Washington and then appointing Stephen Belichick, who's been pretty independent at New England, running his defense for closer to half a decade than not. I think he, Fish is bringing him in to be a, a head coach of defense in a certain sense. For him to totally command the defense and then Jed Fish to oversee the offense and overall be the CEO of a team that is going to be in a rebuilding year in 2024. Now, how severe of a rebuilding year will it be? I don't exactly know because you bring in Will Rogers on offense in the transfer portal, or Washington is a top 20 transfer portal class. Jeremiah Hunter transfers in from Cal at wide receiver. Jonah Coleman, great running back for Arizona, transfers in. Washington has seen some players withdraw their name from the transfer portal. Um, Dermarcus Demaricus Davis, four-star in the portal, withdrew his name. Tybo Rogers withdrew his name in the portal. Will Rogers withdrew his name in the portal. And an offensive lineman whose name I forget, he withdrew his name in the portal, I think, today or yesterday. So with using the transfer portal... And with Jed Fish's staff and with whatever pieces remain on offense, he has things to work with on that side of the football. Not 
not the same players that Washington had last season, but players nonetheless. Defensively, Stephen Belichick has some remnants to work with from a defense last year that was not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but a defense that was 56th in points allowed per game. They allowed 24.8 points per game. Their worst defensive performance overall was against Michigan, where they allowed 34 points. And that wasn't their worst defensive performance. That was just by simple scores. Their worst defensive performance was probably the 34-31 to Pac-12 championship game against Oregon, where they shut down Oregon for about a half, and Oregon still stormed back, completed a touchdown drive in like 30 seconds. And the Texas game, I think, was a worse defensive performance as well. Washington's defense fought valiantly against Michigan in the national championship game, which I was fortunate enough to witness in person. But Michigan's defense just suffocated Washington's offense. And that's what you want from Washington, from Stephen Belichick being the new defensive coordinator if you're a Husky fan. You want to have a defense, whether it's like Jim Knowles at Ohio State or Manny Diaz's and now Tom Allen's at Penn State or Jesse Minter's and now to be determined at Michigan, or Phil Parker's is the best example at Iowa, or Joe Rossi, who was at Minnesota last year, now is going to be at Michigan State. You want good defenses. The Big Ten is a defensive conference. It's different from the Pac-12. Yes, the Big Ten will have to adapt to, quote-unquote, your ballpark when they visit Husky Stadium and when they play you as Washington or the three other former Pac-12 schools, but more so you and the Pac-12 schools formerly will have to adapt to the Big Ten. There are 14 Big Ten teams, at least that were Big Ten teams last year, four teams that were in the Pac-12 last year that make up combined an 18-team Big Ten league. I think this is an excellent hire for wanting to transition Washington from being a Pac-12 team to a Big Ten team. And I thought that Kalen DeBoer did a good job building his staff and program to become sort of what Ryan Day had at Ohio State from 2020 to 2022, where the defense wasn't elite, but the offense just, they knew how to tear apart Big Ten defenses. They did. And they had great offensive line play and great ground games and good quarterbacks and elite wide receivers. And they had enough talent on defense to have a good defense, not an elite defense, but a good, great defense most of the time. And Washington, despite the fact that they've changed coaches, assistants, head coaches, and changed rosters, I think in their overall outlook, they're still going to adapt to the Big Ten in a good way. Also coming along with Stephen Belichick is former Patriots running backs coach Vinny Censure, who is joining the Huskies as secondary coach. I think Washington will need to engage more in the portal as they only return two total starters. Total overall, both are on the defensive side of the ball, but they return only two out of 22 starters from last year's team. And who do they return? They return Alfonso Tupatala, who had 69 total tackles, one and a half sacks, a pass defended, and an interception, and they return Cameron Febukulanen, who had 26 total tackles, two passes defended, 
and two interceptions. Those are the only two total starters that they return. But there are some additions on the defensive side of the ball from the portal that I think will benefit Belichick this season. They will be immediate benefits. Players that he can build his defense around, players that are experienced in the game, that have been starters, along with the two that Washington are retaining, and that will be of great help. Fish and his staff, has they have received commitments from five defensive transfers. And the defensive line and linebackers coach positions have not been filled yet, but they'll be filled soon. I imagine that Belichick will have input on those hirings. It's so weird to say Belichick in the context of college football, but here we are. This 2024 season is already shaping up to be as crazy as can be. It's only getting crazier. But four of these transfers, I'm looking at four out of five because Brian Parham, linebacker from San Jose State, has not been graded yet per 24-7 sports, and he's the most recent commitment. But Ephesians Prysock, corner, Jordan Shaw, another defensive back, Sebastian Valadez, defensive tackle, and Ethan Barr, linebacker, those are the four that I just want to briefly touch on. Prysock, or Prysock has 42 Solo tackles, 64 total, seven passes defended, and an interception. 6'4", 190-pound sophomore, tall, long, um, along with Fabukulanen, he'll probably be the best corner, best secondary players for Washington next season. Jordan Shaw, freshman, was from Indiana, transferred to Arizona, then I think transferred again to Washington. 12 total tackles, one pass defended, saw some playing time. He'll be a nice depth piece, and depending on how thin the secondary is, he might have a great opportunity to become a starter at Washington in 2024. Sebastian Valadez in 2023 had 40 total tackles, five sacks. In 2022, he had five and a half sacks and three forced fumbles. Just an absolute beast on the interior it will be good to have someone who can stop the run and get pressure from that interior defensive lineman position. And finally, we have senior Ethan Barr, who had 54 total tackles, 21 solo, a sack, a forced fumble, and a pass defended in 2023. 6'3", 245 pounds, senior from Vanderbilt to play in the SEC like that and have success and then come to a place where he is going to have free reign. He is going to be a starting linebacker. That's going to be huge. Having him along with Alfonso Tuputola, that'll be great. You'll have some experience there at linebacker experience and great play. And while I think we can all agree that this Washington defense will not be elite, they may surprise many teams, and I think it's likely that they will perform above preseason expectations. That's all I have to say here. Thank you so much for watching this episode, and remember to hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, comment your thoughts down below, and hit that notification bell so that you can get notified when I release more college football content. Thank you to Crash2488 and Justin Rog for being this month's Heisman patrons. Thanks to Spencer Bringhurst and Armani Torres for being this month's All-American patrons. 
And thanks to Will Loftus, Gabriel Callender, Roaming Gnome, Matthew Sale, Chris Lane, Austin Christmas, Zubin Zah, and Junaisha Cockrell for being this month's all-conference patrons. Thank you all so much, and especially to those who support the channel and who are subscribed. Your support means so much to me as it provides me with another source of income in addition to my YouTube ad revenue. Have a blessed day, guys. I can't wait for the 2024 season to be here. But in the meantime, while we are patiently waiting, I'll be giving you entertaining college football content. Make sure to follow the channel if you're listening via Spotify, and I will see you all around. Bye-bye.